Welcome to the One Rental at a Time podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. If you're a repeat listener, welcome back. On this channel, we have simple goals. We want to inspire investors to move forward. We want to create belief that one rental at a time is possible. And we want to help you take positive steps forward. If you want to learn more about your host, Michael Zuber, please go to Amazon and buy his book, self-titled or self-published, One Rental at a Time. I believe there's a link in the description. If you're ready to get started with buy and hold rentals, but unsure what to do, I strongly encourage you to consider buying our online course. It gives you the tools to get started, help you learn your market, allows you to compare deals, and so much more. Lastly, by buying the course, you are granted access to a private Facebook group where I and my students interact daily. Everyone is equal, and we just keep helping everyone move forward. It is so much fun to watch, and again, I believe a link is in the description. With that, on with the show. Hello, friends. Thanks for watching. How are you doing this morning? So just real quick, uh, this channel is obviously dedicated to real estate investors, trying to help understand how to get started, how to move forward. Uh, we do lots of things like walkthroughs, look at projects, review deals, subscriber questions, and the very popular uh, investor interviews. But today I wanted to kind of step back and realize that we have 120 days left roughly in 2019. And I wanted to sort of, you know, what, what, what are the five things you could do now over the next 120 days to be ready to make your first acquisition? That's really what I challenged myself with. I wanted to create five things that are really action oriented, things that you could do on your own, um, things you could do kind of in parallel, uh, if appropriate. Uh, so I created a presentation. So let's, let's take a look at it and see uh, what you think. So let me share this. Okay. So do me a favor real quick before we go through this. Um, if you've been watching uh, more than a couple of videos, do me a favor, just hit that subscribe button. I know it's a vanity metric, but it's something that I track to, to encourage myself to keep moving forward. Uh, I'd like to see those uh, subscriber count grows. It, it kind of tells me I'm doing something interesting. Uh, hit the like button if you happen to like this video. Uh, I always like to understand what topics you all are interested in. And as always, if you have a question, uh, go ahead and leave a comment below uh, as I like to take subscriber questions. In fact, that's uh, one of our most popular playlists is uh, subscriber questions. So let's go ahead and get started. So first thing, uh, if you followed our story at all, right, we wrote about it in this book. Um, one of the credits I give, you know, Olivia and I is that we sacrificed, we sacrificed for 15 years. We came into real estate investing, spending every penny we made. And over the course of the first five or six years, we kept ratcheting down our expenses. Sure, our income increased a little, but we were um, focused on reducing monthly expenses and we went from spending 100% of our income to nearly 50%. And by doing that, it allows you to have, you know, uh, your monthly expenses are lower, so you're, you need less passive income to get out of the rat race, but also it allows you to save a lot more and buy an extra asset or two a year uh, as you go forward. So do yourself a favor, uh, look at your monthly expenses and, and challenge yourself. You know, could you reduce them 10%? And I picked 10% arbitrarily. I was originally going to say 20 or 25%, but I figured that would scare you. 
and really when that happens, you do nothing. Uh, so I thought 10% was a good number. I didn't think 5% was interesting. Uh, so, so challenge yourself. Could you and your, your family reduce monthly expenses 10%? And by reduce, I mean add savings, right? You take that savings and you put it somewhere. Uh, so challenge yourself. Pick your number, right? I put 10% on the board, but sit with your significant other. Think about it. What would you do? And, and let me know. Leave a comment below and what kind of number you're going to shoot for. Next up. Uh, I've been very clear on this channel. I think we are uh, either in or heading into a recession. Uh, I, I think it's going to be like the 2000 recession or 2003, whatever that was. I don't think it's going to be catastrophic like the 08 uh, one was. Uh, I, think it, I think it could have a disproportionate impact on tech jobs uh, for sure. Uh, but as we, as we head into this, you still have time to evaluate your job, right? Are you, are you in a job that is safe from the initial cuts that happen in a recession? Or are you at risk, right? Are you working on a brand new product, perhaps, that's very early, has no revenue, and if job cuts come, you could see some spreadsheet monkey go and slash that because it's not adding to the bottom line. So I advise take a look at your job, right? Put yourself in the best situation to at least survive the first cut or two that happens in a recession. This one shouldn't be deep. Uh, it may be long, uh, but I don't know that it will be deep. Uh, so, so look at your, look at your job. And if you're, you're at risk, look for a job transfer, look, change jobs, right? There's this, you know, all these things are possible, uh, but really be sensitive to the fact that, you know, you, many of you may not have seen job cuts, but I've, I've been through them and I've had to deliver them. They're not fun. Uh, so, you know, I think you have 120 days to evaluate where you are and, and do yourself a favor and your family a favor and see if you can't be more secure. Next, why don't you go ahead and visit your financial institution, maybe where your checking or saving is, whatever that is, and ask them to get pre-approved for an investment loan. Take whatever the median is in your market. Say, hey, I'm looking to buy, you know, if the median's 250, tell them, hey, I'm going to look to buy a $250,000 house. Uh, I think it'll rent for X. I'm going to put 25% down. You know, can you get approved, right? Go figure out if you have the credit, uh, if you have the assets, if, you're, or if you can qualify for these ridiculously low interest rates, right? Go ahead and get pre-approved. Not, uh, not a pre-qual, right? Pre-qual, you walk in and say, I want to buy something. They look at your bank account and go, here's a letter. I want you to go through the full approval process. You're going to be filling out financial information, right? You're going to look at, a, you're going to basically create a balance sheet, an income statement. Right, and then you're going to figure out from the loan officer if you get a yes or no answer. You shouldn't. You shouldn't get that in minutes. Right? It it should take, it should take a day or two for the financial institution to really give you a pre-approval letter. So go figure it out, and then figure out what the rates and fees and all of those things are, so you know the information uh, for the next two steps. Number four for me is, real estate investing should not be hard. It should not be confusing, but there is some basic math. You need to be, I call it comparing deals or gener generating yield, right? I use a simple spreadsheet um, that allows me to compare a condo with a house, with a fourplex, with an apartment building. I do not believe in all this nonsense and noise put out there about, hey, for apartments, you got to use cap rates and for houses, you got to use comparables. And I think part of the industry tries to confuse people, tries to show that they have some leg up on you. Don't let that happen. 
Uh, I truly believe you just need to be able to compare deals and make decisions on your own. Again, something I give all my students is the spreadsheet. We go through the basic math in great detail with every variable. I don't care what you use, uh, but you, the investor, you getting ready to make your 2020 acquisition, you need to be able to compare deals. And you need to be able to look at 10 deals and say, this is the best and this is the worst. I choose to use yield or, you know, some people might call it cash on cash, but I want to know how much cash I'm putting out versus how much cash is coming back. Again, if you're interested, I teach it. It's very simple. I've done plenty of videos on this uh, in this channel. So take a look. Uh, but that's, that's number four. Understand the basic math. It's not hard. It's not calculus. Um, it should be very straightforward. And the final one, the one I perhaps harp on the most, is I believe as an investor heading into 2020, you're getting ready to make your first investment. You need to spend the next 90 to 120 days learning your market. You need to be able to figure out what is an average deal in your market. And I always use the average deal as 5%, and it's just an example. But if you're going, you know, you should, you should look at the MLS or Realtor.com or Redfin or Zillow or whatever it is for you for the next 90 days, right? And I teach you how to do this and define scope and all of those things so that you can learn. I'm teaching you a skill. I do not believe real estate investing is some kind of DNA or genetics or some people are just born to do it. It's a skill. And if it's a skill, it's something that can be learned. It's something that could be transferred. And once you learn it, you'd never lose it. It's kind of like riding a bike, kind of. So once you know how to learn a market and you can learn, you know, Dallas, Texas, three bedroom, two bath homes example, you can take that and go learn Ohio or you can learn Florida or California for heaven's sakes. But again, it's, it's important. And this is the one thing that I think I didn't really appreciate when we got started. We were busy professionals. We only had a little bit of time. So we got myopic and we got focused and we learned our market. And then we, we looked at it every day for 10 years, right? That's what made us successful. So I think this is something you need to be doing. If you want to make your first investment, you're all excited, you have the money, right? And you have the credit, like we looked at number three. If you don't learn your market, I believe you're gambling. I believe if you spend the next 90 to 120 days learning your market, you're going to know what is on sale. And most importantly, you're only going to take action on good and great deals. And if you learned anything from our, our One Real at a Time book is you don't have to overcomplicate real estate investing. It is really that easy. Focus on doing good and great deals. And sure enough, over the course of time, conservative financing and the like, you'll be just fine and you'll be in a great financial spot. So at the end, do these simple five things and I think you'll be ready to make your first investment, uh, you know, buy your first investment property in 2020. So I hope that made sense. Uh, I hope those five things make sense. I really think, you know, saving, uh, reducing your expenses by 10%, just double checking your job, making sure you're in a safe position, heading into what could be a recession, going to the bank and filling out a financial packet and seeing if you qualify, understanding the math behind in a, uh, how to compare deals, and finally learning your market. Uh, if you need help with four or five, that's what I do. Um, just done some videos on the channel. Most importantly, we have this course. Uh, if you do sign up for the course, uh, please use the coupon code BOOK20. That's B-O-O-K-20. You'll save $20 and I will send you an autographed copy of this, right? 
you can also get this on Amazon for $14.99 if you want to check me out first. It's our story of 15 years of everything I've just talked about. So at the end of the day, have a great day. Take care and have fun.